Welcome to See Me After Class. This is a podcast by two New Zealand secondary school teachers based in the Southern Alps of New Zealand. We operate out of classrooms that look out over the most stunning mountain ranges in the bottom of the South Island. And it's my pleasure to introduce Renee Plunkett, who is a fourth year English teacher. And sitting here with me is Chris War, a teacher with 17 years under his belt from both overseas and here in New Zealand. And Renee, apart from being a teacher, is also an avid gardener. And Chris also enjoys triathlon. This podcast is about the day-to-day realities and joys and sometimes horrors of our teaching experience in the classroom. So we invite you to listen in and we invite you to give us feedback on what you hear. This is... See me after class. Welcome to episode six, which is week six in the school where the money laundering badge went through a radical transformation. We had a most epic Monday ever, ending at 10pm that evening. We drilled down into the nature of student agency. My level twos started to fly solo with Frankenstein. (laughs) The tri club raced on a speedway. And the country bumpkins came to town. Welcome to see me after class. In the room with me this day, I have Renee and... Gina. Gina, who's just sitting over in the corner like a heavy breather. (laughs) So we've got Gina's heavy breathing in the background while we do this one. Big brother is watching, Chris. How's your week been, Renee? Hey, it's been fantastic. Big highlight for me today with my Year 13 class. We've been reading um, King Lear as our, our extended text study. And it's tough text, as I'm sure lots of people are aware. But today, we've reached the end of the text. And everyone just sort of stopped, took a moment, and started clapping as we as we finished off our reading. And it was just a really lovely moment. <laughs> they were clapping because it was over. <laughs> oh, oh, were they happy, happy to see King Lear go to oh, experience his demise? His final, yeah. yeah. What were they actually happy <laughs> I, about that? <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't think so in this case. Right. I actually think they've got some enjoyment. Finally. Finally, it's taken a while um, out of this yeah. text, so that was really nice. That's cool, it, uh, though it does remind me of something that <laughs> irritates the heck out of me, actually, and that's when the aircraft lands and you're and oh. people clap. It's kind of like, I'm sorry, but actually I'm... functionally landing an aircraft is not it's something... It's not a clapping moment. <laughs> <laughs> the, in, the inference of that is horrifying. But oh my gosh. We'll, we'll not equate it to that. It's not, please. Uh, it was so much nicer than that. I've had a, a, a nice week as well. Classes have trucked along as usual, but I thought I'd swing to the badge project because mm. we've been continuing to work with Christina, who everyone heard from last week, on the initial badges that she's creating for her, for her maths class. And some really interesting stuff's come up, hasn't it? It has. And yesterday we spent oh, probably another good hour sitting down with her working on um, this this badge concept that she's got at the moment, this one that she wants to take live. Her money laundering badge. Yeah, I love that name. And um, it was fascinating to watch her thought process play out over that hour. Yeah. And she got to this really interesting point where... She's totally overhauled the badge. Yeah, it started off as being sort of a skill-based badge about using fractions, and now it looks like it's going to be a badge that uh, rewards students who are able to turn a real-world scenario into a mathematical solution, which sounds like 
a lot more sophisticated work than it originally was intended to be. It does, it does. And I think she also realised along the way that she was trying to capture many things in this one badge that actually deserve their own badge. Yep, so she's pretty much made plans for four other badges, yeah. <laughs> which, which will come before this one, which is exactly how things should work. Absolutely, actually. yeah. It's yeah. all part of that thought process um, and watching it all come together. And I've also had some conversations with Julian, who's going to be working on some of the B badges, cool. and he's an RTLB, which is a resource teacher for learning and behaviour in the school, and his uh, emphasis is going to be on the way people are and the kind of dispositions oh, they have. So it's going nice. to be really interesting to see what comes out of that. Absolutely. Has he got any initial kind of direction that he wants to follow at the moment? Um, I kept mentioning perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that one comes up frequently in our conversations. But actually, no, I think it's really going to be something he's going to put some thought into, and then, and then we'll see what comes of that. So even so, though we promised that Christina's badge would go live, <laughs> it's not because it's back into revision mode, but we see that as a healthy part of the process. Absolutely. I think it's just part of that journey of understanding your subject and what it is you want to assess, and, and part of what we want to get out of this project. Yeah, no, that's right. And I actually, you're absolutely right. If anything, the process that we have to go through to rethink what it is that oh. we're trying to highlight in the learning is possibly going to be the most important outcome of this process. I agree, 100%. I think it's, um, yeah, watching that thinking just really start to unfold um, is going to be, it's going to be rewarding and fascinating. A comment that Christina made yesterday on her way out was, this really stretches your brain. I think she probably made that while I wasn't yeah, present. She did. <laughs> I think I was having a bit of a Denise day. <laughs> oh, we've got to talk about Denise, my favourite character from Twin Peaks. Remember, it's the David Duchovny character called Denise. I love her, and but when I'm a bit grumpy, I tend to take on her persona, her persona. a little bit. Okay, yeah. right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did actually feel bad. I'm glad I left and you got to have that moment. I know, it was a moment nice with moment with her, yeah. yes, yeah. But um, no, she does really appreciate the work that, that, that that's happening, I think. It's making her really see her subject, I think you've said this before, in a slightly different way. Yeah, and it's about that. I mean, I'm always trying to... Uh, promote the notion that a lot of what we're trying to do really in the classroom is help the kids to develop mm. processes of reasoning. Yeah. I think in English we find that quite easy to relate to, but in reality, as we're discovering, it's exactly the same in all the other subjects. Mm. In the end, it's about thinking, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yes. So um, another thing that we've been spending time with over the last week or so, and it's been in collaboration with our friends at the Education Hub, Nina and Rosemary from the NZCER, mm. and that's continuing to try and develop the measures of our overall impact, impact. with this project. Yeah. And obviously the thing that we're really working with and, and trying to wrestle with is this slippery idea of student agency yeah. and how you might measure it. And I've been really driving towards measurables, things you can yes. observe that say, this is an example of a student exercising agency. Absolutely, and, and so I think the thing that we've been trying to pin down a wee bit is what, what are those observable behaviours that we would expect to see in a student that is acting with agency or is displaying agency. And I think we've it's come up easy. with some quite cool stuff though. Like I think a, we have, yeah. yeah. One of the things we thought we might do is film classrooms and then catalogue the feedback that students are giving in discussion mm. according to some taxonomy yeah. of level of reasoning or level yes. of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Which of course then led us to thinking, well, we probably will have our own taxonomy for that within, within the badge, badge system. system. So yeah. it may be that we'll actually end up using our badge system to, to assess yes. our badge system's yeah. impact, <laughs> which might... Kind of has a 
thing of beauty to it. In yeah, that sense. it's kind of elegant, but it could also be uh, criticised. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll look into that. But if you're interested in that, the conversation that we've had is actually published as commentary underneath the blog post that mm. goes with this podcast around agency. So feel free to um, have a read of that if you want to. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. It's not just all about the classroom, though. What's been happening in your world this week? Oh, ha- well, actually, I've bought my classroom home slightly this week. Nice. <laughs> a good friend. Although I don't know if I that's know, always good. I know. Like the, the when Yvonne mis- says, you know, you sound like a teacher. Don't talk to me like I'm a student. <laughs> Is that what you I mean? I get that at home from William as well. Don't yeah. worry. I think it's a common thing. Um, no, when I say that, I get... Gina's Gina's shaking her head. <laughs> she does not take teacher Gina home. <laughs> Um, no, something that's been really interesting this week for me has been uh, a good friend of mine is trying to write a speech for um, a wedding that we're going to. He's the best man. Right. And he always said to me, oh, I just, I just, I really hope he doesn't ask me to speak. The gro- He's talking about the groom. And um, then the groom asked him to speak mm. at the wedding. And this friend of mine is not a confident speaker. And so we've been often working with him this week on how to write and deliver a speech, which has been fascinating because he's not a teenager. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? That some, a lot of the stuff we do in school sometimes just seems like it's a self-sustaining economy. Of, Absolutely. But in reality, the things they learn here... They go with them. That's right. For their best friend's wedding or yeah. their best friend's 21st or anywhere in the world, really. Yeah, it's kind of heartening to know that at really important moments in people's lives they can draw on their education. Yes, yeah. absolutely. What's been happening with your week this week? Oh, well, I have to always talk about the Tri Club. <laughs> and this week it's been a great one because yeah. we all went as a club down to the Highlands Raceway oh. with the Wakatipu Central Otago Cycling Club yeah. and raced around <gasps> essentially a motorsport raceway but on our bikes. Cool. And uh, it was so cool. Like, I think we all felt very cool. And no one came a gutter. No one did. And actually, it felt super safe because there was oh no God. traffic of and course, it was yes. incredibly smooth. And we rode so fast and everyone was getting personal bests. And so that was pretty oh, awesome. Oh, and, nice. and as part of that, we kind of decided as a collective group that we like each other so much that it might be a good idea for us to go on a trip to Europe to, you know, go cycling around oh. Europe. So that's now our plan. Do you need any volunteers with that? Uh, you just, as long as you're happy to ride a bike for long distances you're most welcome to come with us i'll put my training shoes on yeah (laughs) this was an episode of see me after class with renee and chris my twitter handle is at edutronic underscore net and mine is at renee plunkett too see you next week